Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Monday to you. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Wiki Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 13th of November. Let me start by wishing all of you a very happy new year as we enter Samvat 2080. The news flow is understandably a little slow uh, amidst the celebrations. Now a lot of headlines coming in from overseas. The biggest geopolitical event continues to be the military conflict in the Gaza Strip. According to reports, Israel continued its military offensive against Hamas in Gaza, engaging in ground battles in a northern refugee camp, rejecting rising international calls for a ceasefire. On Israel's northern border, six civilians were injured after anti-tank missiles were fired by the militant group Hezbollah from within Lebanon. Israel struck back later with fighter jets. The United Nations meanwhile has said that Israeli ground attacks and shelling intensified around hospitals in Gaza City and northern Gaza with several being hit directly. Contact was lost with Al-Shifa, a major hospital facility. Israel accuses Hamas of using the hospitals as command centers and said that there was safe passage for anyone who wanted to leave. Some major earnings to tell you about. Uh, first, Biocon's consolidated profit rose more than 100% in the second quarter to 172.7 crore rupees and revenue increased by as much as 49.2% and that stood at 3,462.3 crore rupees. Meanwhile, Hindalco Industries said its consolidated profit remained flat on year at 2196 crore rupees in the second quarter consolidated revenue from operations stood at 54169 crore rupees down 3.7% on year primarily due to a decline in global copper prices now there's an interesting update that relates to the forecasts by two large us banks on the pace of the rate cuts by the fed morgan stanley uh, believes that the federal reserve will make deep interest rate cuts over the next 2 years as inflation cools while goldman sachs group expects fewer reductions and a later start that's according to a bloomberg report morgan stanley researchers expect that the central bank will start cutting rates in june 2024 and then again in september and every meeting from the fourth quarter onwards each in 25 basis point increments Goldman Sachs meanwhile sees the first 25 basis point reduction in the fourth quarter of 2024 followed by one cut per quarter through mid 2026 a total of 175 basis points with rates settling at a 3.5 to 3.75% range in more international news china will probably add more cash to its financial system this week as the largest amount of policy loans in a year come due That's according to a Bloomberg report. Some market watchers according to that report are also expecting a near-term reduction in bank's reserve requirement ratio. Now we haven't spoken about this in quite a while but the bitcoin is on the up and up. Prices of the cryptocurrency have climbed for a fourth consecutive week and now stand just below an 18-month high of $38,000. The US Securities and Exchange Commission is expected to approve a spot bitcoin ETF by Jan 10th and that's driving the rally. In international markets the three early rises in the Asia Pacific region have started mixed 
and the Nikkei 225 was higher by about half a percent last I checked, while the other two benchmarks were flat to marginally negative. US futures are pointing to a negative start to the trading week. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. What's on the cards today? Good morning, Alex. Well, it's turned out to be a decent week, the last one gone by. And I think people should take heart from that, that uh, the market momentum seems to be seems to be continuing very well. Uh, keep in mind, um, almost everything that you can think of that should go well has did well. It was a silent week on the macro front. There were no surprises other than the Jerome Powell event last week. But the silence of global events certainly seemed like helping the bulls. And multiple sectors participated, which was a good thing that we had a rally with multiple sectors participating in the bank nifty largely absent from action. The question is, can private banks finally make a bit of a comeback and lead the party higher? Maybe some bit of that would depend on the inflation data from the US this week. If indeed tomorrow, that is Tuesday, the US inflation data comes out okay, then you might well see banks starting to participate, which might give some legs uh, to the move. So that's to be kept in mind. Pharmaceuticals uh, continue to hold the edge. So that is the other pocket uh, of strength. And just the kind of moves, the fundamental Performances from some of the pharma stocks also leads one to believe that there might be more in store for this bucket. Now, in today's session, uh, what to watch out for? Remember that the Mura trading session would has, in fact, given some bit of reactions to companies that perform well post-market hours on, I mean, the reportage of post-market hours on Friday. But nevertheless, I'll mention some of these names that to be kept in mind. Now, sale from the looks of it, came out with a very strong set of numbers, uh, much higher than Bloomberg estimates. The only pickle is that there's a Morgan Stanley note, which says that while the performance was strong, optically, the underlying performance uh, was not the strongest. They mentioned that there's an EBITDA beat, which is positive, but adjusting for revenues towards real price revisions, the results were in line and the realizations have declined quarter on quarter and that OPEX 2 was higher than their estimates. So that's to be kept in mind. That sale optically numbers look okay. A bit of a reaction has come. Can there be more? Let's see. Hindustan Copper is the other one, which was up about 3.31% on Sunday. Revenues were up 79%, bat up 134%. That was well, 157 basis points uptick in margins as well. Let's see if there's further reaction in store possible. BTC India had a fabulous performance on most counts, including revenues, margins, as well as profitability. 202 crores versus estimates of 66 crores. Coal India strong. So that's the other one. And Aisha Motors also seem to be doing well with there being a beat relative to estimates. So the sloggers of the earnings season have turned out okay. Uh, some other stocks which did well include an Ashiana Housing and Rishab Instruments. Uh, companies where I thought a, a bit left to be desired um, included an RCF, a bisimal show, uh, 80% down taken pat. Glenmark Pharma had a bit of a weak showing on revenues as well as margin front, all of which were below estimates. Garden Beach, Shipbuilders, 
did the same. Most counts, including margins and profits, well below estimates, including revenues too, by the way, I must say. Um, and Tata Chemicals seemed a bit um, iffy, if you will. Uh, margins were down at 20% versus estimated 22%. PTC India, Jupiter Life, all of them had the same thing. Aditya Billa Fashion also didn't have a good quarter and Morgan Stanley says there's a very high probability that the share price will fall relative to the Nifty or, the, or whichever benchmark index over the next 45 days. So keep an eye out for that as well. Very quickly before I wrap up, uh, there's some brokerage calls which looked interesting uh, to me, so I thought I should bring them to you. Um, on Manapuram Finance, Morgan Stanley is overweight with a target price of 183, so that's to be kept in mind. And uh, on sale, they are equal weight post the numbers. On most other companies, including banking, there seems to be a bit of consensus with Morgan Stanley joining the party on a EU small finance bank. They've raised the target price to 1000 so do watch out for that as well. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 